Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you. We are grateful, Lord, to be here tonight. Dear Lord, it is indeed a privilege that we know you and we serve you. Heavenly Father, as we have come, we ask, O oh God, that you give us divine wisdom, divine understanding. Lord, let your word come into our heart and let it have its effect. Let it accomplish the purpose for which you send it. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We say, have your way amongst us. Speak to us. We love you, Jesus. We are thankful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. With a clap offering, why don't you take your seats? And we want to share the word of God for a short time. And... We will go home. I believe the Lord is going to speak to us tonight. Each time I open the scriptures, I know God is talking to us. And I believe tonight he's going to talk to us. Amen. Well, I want us to continue with our series of messages that we've been sharing. We have been sharing for some few weeks now uh, about time times, and timing. Hallelujah. Time, times, and timing. How many of you have been blessed from this message? Are you really, really blessed? I, I pray that you will catch the spirit of this message. Hallelujah. Time, times, and timing. So we've been sharing that um, there are certain things about time that we ought to know as Christians, as children of God. Hallelujah. And we have gone through a few of these things. I said there are about seven of them that I want to share with you, about seven things about time, times, and timing that every Christian ought to know. Hallelujah. These seven things you ought to know. And we said the first one was that time was created by God. Hallelujah. It is God who created time. Time is not an invention of man. Hallelujah. Yes, you may see different kinds of um, instruments for measuring time, but time was something that God created. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I think we have shared so many things about these things, and you need to just listen to the messages, and it will bless you. If you um, have not been here, I will encourage you to listen to the messages, and it will bless you. Hallelujah. Number two, we said time was meant to be a blessing and not a curse. God intended that time will be a blessing to us and not a curse. That when we know that our age is 
getting far, we are adding years to our lives, we should not see it as curse. Hallelujah. But we should see it as a blessing. Amen. There's nothing that God intended for our curse. Everything that God created is to bring us blessing. When God created time, when he created the day and the night, he said it was good. God said it was good. And then the day and the, and the night we moved on, and then we, we had the seasons. Hallelujah. We had the seasons. And all that also God saw that it was good. Amen. So there's nothing that God created to bring us a curse. Hallelujah. Number three, we said every natural time has a corresponding spiritual time. Every natural time has a corresponding spiritual time. Hallelujah. Anything that we are doing in the physical, correspondingly, there is a spiritual aspect of it that every Christian also ought to know. Hallelujah. So any passing time or any passing moment, pause and ask what the Lord will want you to do. Amen. Every spirit, every natural time has its corresponding spiritual time. Hallelujah. And then we shared another one. We said time is a signal for change of purpose. Time is a signal for change of purpose. I believe by the grace of God, you understand all these things that we have been sharing. And we read some scriptures in um, Ecclesiastes. And we shared so many things in the book of Ecclesiastes. We said that when time, when the season change, when the seasons change, it should give us a signal to change our purpose or to change our course. Hallelujah. And that everything, everything we do has its season. There is a season for everything that we are doing. Hallelujah. And there is a time for every purpose, every purpose, every one of our plans. There is a time for it. Hallelujah. So we read so many things in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And we said that there's a time to be born and a time to die. Isn't that so? We said there's a time to be born and a time to die. Hallelujah. We said there's a time to weep and a time to laugh. Amen. So we should not remain in a weeping state for a long time. See the signal. See when the time changes. That God brings a time. God brings a moment. And don't dwell in the weeping stage when God has changed the moment. Hallelujah. Sometimes things have happened at work which has caused some disappointments or certain things have happened at work that you didn't like and you even may have cried over it. But when you come to church, God intentionally brings certain things your way to bring you laughter. Don't dwell in the past. Don't dwell in the moment when you were at work or when you were at home and continue to be miserable. But see the change. That God is bringing. Hallelujah. See the change. And so sometimes you see that somebody, you have certain difficulty. You have certain, certain challenge that is upon your heart and is heavy upon your heart. And then you see that somebody comes and the person makes a joke. And then you say, you, you don't know what you are doing. You, don't. you see, don't dwell, don't dwell in that time. Hallelujah. 
laugh because God is bringing a change from that moment. It is okay that time to weep. It is also a season that God appointed. Hallelujah. But when he brings, you see, how many of you understand what I'm sharing about? Sometimes you feel like you are going through certain things. And so we say, oh, we are organizing. Maybe all the women are going to see a movie. And you, 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 as you are saying, they say they don't have issues. That is why, you know, there, there's nothing, they don't have issues. They have eaten and they are full. And they don't know, they don't have any problems. True or not true? You see, if they know the problems that I'm going through, they will not be talking about women are going to. You see, God is bringing a season, a change from your misery. Hallelujah. And so change with it. Amen. We like to dwell in our misery. Amen. He said there's a time for mourning and a time for what? Dancing. There's a time that we mourn and a time that we have to stop mourning. And we begin dancing. Hallelujah. We should begin to rejoice and laugh. Don't continue mourning and mourning and mourning year after year. You are mourning. Such as is some traditions among certain people. Amen. There is a time for everything. And so, stop. The Bible says there's a time to embrace. And a time to refrain from embracing. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, hallelujah. So, when it's, it means that when it's not time for embracing, don't be embracing. Don't be embracing when it's not time for embracing. Hallelujah can get you into trouble. And when it's time for embracing, embrace. Amen. Young woman, it's time to marry, marry. It's time to study, study. Hallelujah. It's time to do something, do it. Amen. There's a time for everything. Amen. Wonderful. Well, and then we also shared our different other times also. We said in a Christian's life, there is a time that you ought to be a teacher. Do you understand? There is a time that every Christian has to come to a place that you have to be a teacher. There is a time that you should be able to share the word of God with somebody. There is a time that you should be able to gather a group, a fellowship at home. You say, area fellowship, that I am the leader. You say, I have been a Christian for a while. I should be able to gather people and teach them also. I have heard a lot, and I should be able to share something. You should be able to open the scriptures, read it to somebody, and explain to the person. Hallelujah. And let the person feel, let the person get understanding of the word. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Anytime, you see, you have to come to that stage. the, The word of God says, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers. He says, when for the time ye ought to be teachers, means that the time that you must be a teacher. You still have need that you'll be taught again as a student. you remain a student every time you are listening. There's a time that you should also change. Hallelujah. Let your season change. Amen. Wonderful. There's one other time that I wanted to share with you before we go to the next thing. So if you turn with me to John chapter 7, John chapter 7, before we go to the next thing, let me just give you this, John chapter 7 and verse 
verse 2. John chapter 7, verse 2. It says, Now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand. His brethren therefore said unto him, Depart hence and go into Judea, that thy disciples also may see the works that thou doest. Hallelujah. Do you see? So Jesus was doing a lot of miracles around his neighborhood, around his local. Do you see? And, his, and even at home. I remember one time I saw a movie on Jesus, and as he was growing up, he was chasing a bed or something like that. It's a long time. And I think there's a, a bed died. So people were just trying to portray Jesus' childhood, how he grew up. And then a bed died. And I think it was a mother or someone that picked the bed that had died. And Jesus took the bed and then held it like this. I think he prayed and the bed flew. You see? So, so it, maybe his brothers saw all these miracles. Do you see? Maybe Jesus performing miracles. Do you see? Maybe his brother, I'm not sure, this is not in the Bible. Please, don't quote me. You know, Bishop said, don't take, don't take us to court with everything we say. You are going to court everything we say and debating on that. I'm saying that I saw this in a movie. Hallelujah. But we know that Jesus' ministry had not begun then. Hallelujah. But he said that his brothers saw that he was doing certain miracles in his locale around them. And so they said to him, look, there is the Jews' feast of tabernacles. This is when everyone comes. From all the villages, everyone comes. So he says, if they are gathering like that, then go. He says, leave this place. He says, depart hence. Means leave this place and go into Judea. That thy disciples also may see the works that you are doing. People who have heard of you, people who are following you, some of them have not even seen you. So go there so they will see these great works that you are doing. For there is no man that doeth anything in secret. Do you see? This is what they are saying. These are the brothers. For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. Do you see? So they are telling Jesus that you want to be popular. But you are doing your things in secret. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? He says, there is no man who doeth anything in secret and he himself seeketh to be known openly. You want people to know you. You say that you came for the world. But everything you are doing, you are doing in secret. So go and let them see. Show thyself to the world. For neither did his brothers believe in him. They didn't even believe in him. So do you see this was a mocking statement? Do you see? And this was a very satanic move. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And we also be, ought to be aware of this. Now listen to the answer that Jesus gave them. Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. He says, My time is not yet come. Hallelujah. You ought to know when it is your time. Sometimes it is a very satanic move to go when it's not your time. Or to make a move when it's not your time. Hallelujah. You ought to know when it's your time. Sometimes you see, you feel the pressure. They, 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 they think that this is what you should do. 
Sometimes you feel that your, your, your colleagues at work, everyone is driving a 4x4, a big car, and they are taking um, cars on credit. And so they say, ah, but you, we are all making the same money. And every time you are working, it's an embarrassing. Every time you are asking for a ride, we all make the same amount of money. So then you, you are forced to now go also and get a car. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It's a satanic move. When you are making a move with such pressure, they were trying to make him go and show himself. But it was not because they themselves, they didn't believe in him. It's a mocking statement. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's not time yet to even buy a car. You don't need a car. Sometimes you are single or you, it's just you and your wife and you don't need a car. You don't have children yet. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And you happen to live in one of the greatest places where you can have public transport. You don't need it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So having the, having, having the ability to do it does not mean that it is time to do it. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Having a credit card, having a credit card doesn't mean that you ought to own that dress. Having a credit card that you can swipe and it's legal, it's legal. They will give it to you with a receipt even. And you can walk out of the store and no alarm will go off. Having that ability does not mean that you ought to own that dress by all means. Or that you ought to own that TV by all means. Having a good credit does not mean that you ought to take that TV on credit. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It's also a satanic move. Amen. That you don't need it, but you have the means. Just also be able to say, it's not my time. The TV is nice. Look, people knowing that great miracles are happening, for them to see and believe is also a good thing but be able to also say that it's not my time. You should be able to say that it's not my time. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You should be able to say that, look, these shoes, they are very nice, and it will match with my green dress. And they say that Sunday we are all wearing green. And if I can get these green shoes, it will match with my green dress. But having the need, having the, having the ability to buy the green shoes does not mean that you ought to have it at that time. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? If you understand, let me tell you, God did not create the times and the season to bring you a curse. If you understand the time, times, and timing, it will only bring you blessings. It will only bring you blessings. You will always have money in your bank account. If you understand the time, times, and timing, you know when it is time, when it is my time, when I can afford this, to own this without a credit, without having to owe anyone. Hallelujah. I'm teaching you something very important. You see, you people, if we had, you see, as the brother was sharing, he says, listen to the messages that Bishop, a lot of wisdom, and you are so privileged, and this your age, you are so privileged to have this wisdom before you make that mistake. And some of us, if we had the wisdom that you are receiving now, 
we wouldn't have made certain mistakes also. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. There are certain mistakes that we also made in our lives, and we would not have made those mistakes if we, I said that if I had, if as I was growing up, if as a child, I, I had a church like Lighthouse, oh, my place would have been some place that, I don't know, if I had a church like this church. I'm telling you, if I had a church like Lighthouse, there are certain mistakes that I wouldn't have made. But I'm grateful even the time that I found this wonderful church and a wonderful pastor as Bishop Dagwood Mills. Hallelujah. Amen. So understand your time. Hallelujah. One more. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 15. Let me give you this one more and then we move to Exodus chapter 14 and verse 15. Hallelujah. Okay, let's read from verse 13. It says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. He said, Fear ye not, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Say to someone, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Is it a good thing to do? Is it good to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord? Wonderful. So this is what Moses told them. So this was when the people of Israel had come to a place of no way out. And the enemies were encamping or enclosing on them. Hallelujah. And so they were complaining and they were remembering, if you read the previous um, scriptures, they were saying so many things to Moses. And they said they were better off to be in Egypt. And here where they are, if the enemies come and kill them, there are no graves here. At least in Egypt, there are graves. You know, people are very, very... People care so much about where they are buried. I don't know. You know, people care so much about their graves and where they are buried and so on and so forth, where you die. So he said, we would have been better off dying in Egypt and we would have, we would have had nice tombs. We have had nice graves. So Moses said to them, he says, fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. Hallelujah. He says, the Lord shall fight for you, and he shall hold your peace. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And so, I could see that the pastor encouraging his church members, encouraging the congregation, and saying, stand still and see the Lord's salvation come to pass in your life. The Lord shall fight for you. Just stand still and see the hand of God move in your life. 
Just stand still and see. Oh, Father, let your will come. Let your will be done. Father, make a move. Show them and they're praying. Everyone lift up your voices and pray to the Lord. Shout unto the Lord. Call upon the Lord. And they were praying. And they were praying. Verse 14. The Bible says, the Lord, it says, and the Lord, verse 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? What does it mean when God says, Wherefore thou criest out unto me? It means, Why are you still praying? Why are you still crying unto me? Why are you still calling unto me? He says, Wherefore, wherefore criest thou unto me? Why are you still standing there and praying? He says, Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Hallelujah. There comes a time in your Christian life, there comes a time after you have stand still for a while, waiting for the salvation of the Lord, there comes a time that you need to move forward. Hallelujah. There comes a time that God wants you to move forward. There comes a time that God wants you to pick up yourself and go After you have prayed for a while, there comes a time that God wants you to physically go to the workplace and fill an application. There comes a time that God wants you, as you have prayed and you want him to exalt you, you want him to elevate you, you want him to place you somewhere, there comes a time that you also have to now sit down on the books and read. There comes a time that you have to make that move. Amen. After you have prayed about that woman for a while, there comes a time that you have to go to her and say, baby, I'm very interested in you. There comes a time that you have to make that move. You have prayed and prayed and God has brought them. You, you see, the lady has come. You see, you, 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 he has come so close. There's not even room where to go anymore. The lady is standing right in front of your face. And, oh, Lord, show me. Lord, reveal to me. Lord, show me. Lord, bring that woman. Lord, let me see. Open my eyes. There comes a time that you just have to make a forward move. Hallelujah. There comes such a time. There comes a time that you just have to make a move. There comes a time that you just have to open your mouth and say, baby, I love you. There comes a time that you ought to say, baby, I am going to the pastor. I am going to tell the pastor that my heart cannot contain anymore. Hallelujah. Amen. After you have prayed for a while, there comes a time that you should stop standing still and you need to move on. So God said to Moses, he says, why criest thou unto me? Why are you still praying? Why are you still crying unto me? The answer is right in front of you. Stand up and make a move. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Says that it's a time that you need to go forward. And when the season changes, after you are praying for a while, look for the signal. See the changing seasons that you ought to stand and move forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Are you blessed? Do you understand that? Are we going to make a move? Hallelujah. I didn't say stop praying, but you have to make a move. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord, do you understand what I'm sharing? Yes. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Well, today I want us to move on to another one. 
You want us to move to another one, number five? It says, God operates in seasons and in cycles. God operates in seasons. Eric, God operates in seasons and in cycles. Hallelujah. God operates, number five. God operates in seasons and cycles. Amen. God is not doing the same thing all the time. Do you understand? God is not doing the same thing all the time. So if you see something happening to someone, don't expect that God will do the same thing also for you. God is not doing the same thing all the time. What he does, though, is he repeats them. He repeats them. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 9. It says, The thing that had been is that which shall be. Do you understand? The thing that had been is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. The thing which has been is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And that there is no new thing under the sun. He says, is there anything whereof it may be said, see, this is new. Is there anything whereof we may be said, see, this is new. There is nothing. It had been done already of old time, which was before us. Everything, everything that is done is been done before. Hallelujah. Oh, you know what? This is your new hairstyle. It has been, it was done before. Yeah, and it has come again. Look, you see, and Salome, and you see this new style that has come, it has been before. It, was, it has come before. Hallelujah. You say you are wearing skinny pants. This is a new thing. It has been of past. Look, and so you are a designer and you say, oh, I am a new latest designer. I have come up with this thing and I have come up with, I am the new designer in town. It has been done of old time. There is nothing new. There is nothing new. <laughs> there is nothing new. It shall come and it shall go also. What do they call it? Uncle Len. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. There was a time that if your, your tie is not from your chest, from here to here, your tie, your, your, your necktie is not this wide. It's not, it's, it, you are not counted. And so they were making neckties this big. In fact, a brother gave me some ties. And, oh, man. <laughs> After today, I always go and I look at those ties. I say, wow. <laughs> but I'm holding on to them. I'm holding on to them because that which has been is that which shall be. There is no new thing under the sun. Yes. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? 
A lot of things in the world, a lot of things in the world are in cycles. And a lot of things in our lives are also in cycles. There is no new thing. Hallelujah. Everything goes in cycles. Amen. Even in the human body, there are things that are in cycles. Hallelujah. Isn't that so? What are some of the cycles we have? For those of you who have done Krebs cycle. There's a Krebs cycle. How many of you know what is a Krebs cycle? You don't know what is a Krebs cycle. What other cycles do we have? Menstrual cycle. There's a menstrual cycle. So if you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are going through it, don't, please. And oh, I can't come to church, Reverend. Oh, because my waist and this and uh, my back, oh, I couldn't come, oh. Please. There is no new thing. That, this thing, uh, so many people have gone through it. So that we should, we should put you on a, on a stool and carry you on our neck. You will not let your husband rest in peace. It's not new. Hallelujah. Amen. There is also a nitrogen cycle, isn't it so? There is a nitrogen cycle. Hallelujah. There's different cycles, even in the body. Hallelujah. Even amongst plants, there are cycles. Hallelujah. There is photosynthesis, isn't that so? That is the energy cycle. Hallelujah. Is that a revision, Biology 101? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. There is the water cycle. The formation of rain. It comes and it goes and it comes. Everything is in cycles. Everything goes and comes again. Hallelujah. The earth also, even the earth revolves around the sun in cycles. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? So, it means that the earth, as the earth is going, there are a period in life where there is sunny days. And there's a period in life where there is darkness. Hallelujah. There's such periods also. Isn't that so? That you have bright sunny days and there are other times that you have darkness. Because the earth also is in cycles. Everything is going in cycles. There's nothing that's new. Hallelujah. So also, your life is in cycles. Your life will have bright, sunny periods, and it will have periods of darkness. Your life will go through sunny days, and will go through days of darkness. Hallelujah. No one's life, no one's life will always be in darkness. Nobody's life will continue to be in darkness. It is against the principles of the laws of God. It is against what God created. He says that everything, there is a season. And so, there is a season of darkness. And I tell you that there is light that is just around the corner also coming. Hallelujah. No matter how righteous you are also, you will never have all sunny, bright days. No matter how righteous you are. No matter who you are. Amen. Whether you are a pastor, you are a reverend, you are a pope, you are an evangelist, whoever you are, your life will not always be in brightness and sunny and happy. And Yes. Let's read a scripture in Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Psalm 1 verse 1. 
Psalm 1 and verse 1. Hallelujah. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. Do you understand what we are reading? He said, this man is blessed. Who is this man? The man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. That means he doesn't take advice from ungodly people. It means he doesn't even discuss his issue or her issue with ungodly people. He doesn't discuss his issue with unbelievers. Nor standeth in the way of sinners. He does not stand in the way of sinners. That means unbelievers are not the people that he moves around with. Nor sit in the seat of the scornful. When people gather in a car and they talk about certain things, he doesn't want to be part of it. This is that kind of man. He does not sit in the seat of the scornful. People who are mockers, he doesn't sit with them. He says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And his law that he meditate day and night. Hallelujah. He says, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law that he meditate day and night. Hallelujah. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Amen. Now look at the description of this man. What do you think? Does it sound like a righteous man? He sounds like a righteous man. Do you think he's a man who pleases God? Does he please God? Who wants to be like this man? You want to be, you want your life to be like this. Yes. The Bible says his life is like a tree planted by the rivers of water. His life is like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now, does it sound like someone whose life is flourishing? Someone whose life is flourishing. Hallelujah. Does it sound like someone who, whose life is filled with abundance? Does it sound like someone who has God with him all the time? He says that his life is like a tree planted by the rivers of water. But even this man, look at this. He says, his life is like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Look at that. Such a righteous man. Someone who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, does not stand in the way of sinners, does not sit in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And upon his law does he meditate day and night. And his life is like a tree. His, his life is described like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. That bringeth forth he, even this man, he brings forth his fruit only in his season. Even such a righteous man. Even such a man that look in your eyes as a perfect man. Even such a man that you want to be like. His fruits only come in his season. Not someone else's season. 
in his season. Hallelujah. It means for a good Christian who does not stand in the way of sinners, who does not sit in the seat of the scornful, a good Christian who delights in the law of the Lord, that means he goes to church all the time. His delight is in the law of the Lord. When he hears that they are sharing the word of God, he wants to be there. He listens to messages. He delights himself. Everywhere you find him, he's either delighting himself in the law of the Lord. Hallelujah. He says he meditates on his word. That means that he does his quiet time. He meditates on the word of God. He does his quiet time. Day and night, he's meditating on the word of God. Hallelujah. Such a Christian, he can only bring forth fruit only in his season. Hallelujah. It means that there are seasons that this man will not bring forth fruits. There are seasons in the life of such a person where you will not find fruits, where you will not see fruits. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing this evening? That there will be a season, there will be a period in your life as you are serving God, you are praying, you are delighting yourself, you do your quiet time, you love God, you are always in church, but there will be seasons in your life where there will be no fruits. Hallelujah. It means that this man also, this, such a righteous person, shall also experience days of sunshine and periods of darkness. John, do you understand what I'm sharing? Salome, that means that as righteous as you are, there will be periods where there are darkness and periods where you will experience sunshine. You will bring forth fruit only when it's your season. Hallelujah. But one thing, one thing that you can be certain of, one thing that we can be sure of, it says that the rivers, the rivers will nourish him. It says that he is planted by the rivers of water which will nourish him. That is one thing that will never cease. He says that you'll be planted, you'll be planted. That means God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. That means that there will be periods where you feel you are not bearing fruit. There will be periods where you feel you are down and you are in darkness, but God will not leave you. Hallelujah. He will never forsake you. There will be periods where you feel you are not being fruitful, but God has not left you. He said that you are being watered. You are being watered. He said that you are being nourished by the rivers of water. Not one river. Not one small river that can even dry up. And you say that, he says, but he will be, he says his life is like a tree that is planted by the rivers. I don't know if you can find a tree that is planted in a place where there are rivers. But spiritually, God will be with you even when you are not bearing fruit. Hallelujah. God will be with you even when you are not bearing fruit. Amen. He's nourished by rivers, rivers of water. It means God will never leave such a person. You may appear as though, there will be times that you may appear as though you are in darkness, but God has not left you. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. It says, you'll be in moments where it's deserving that you'll be afraid. Look at that. Deuteronomy 31 and verse 6. It says, be strong and of good courage. Fear not, 
Do you see? That means that there will be moments where you'll be afraid. There will be moments where you feel very weak. There will be moments where you feel that there is no strength. There will be moments that you will feel. He says, for the Lord thy God, he it is that, that go with thee. There will be moments where you feel that there's calamity all around. He says, be strong and of good cheer. Fear not. Not, not be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of the enemies that are around you. Do not be afraid when the enemies are encamping against you. Do not be afraid. Hallelujah. He says, fear not. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? Why don't you clap for Jesus? He said, he has said, I will never ever leave you, nor forsake you. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you see someone who is in his season, don't worry. Your season is coming also. I say your season is also coming. God does things in seasons and in cycles, and your season is also coming. Hallelujah. I have seen people out of their season, and they feel as though God is not with them. They feel as though God is not with them, but you are just out of your season. He says he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Hallelujah. Each person has his own season. I say each person has his own season. You will see your friends marrying, and this one has married, and you hear they are inviting you to this wedding, and they hear they are sending you an invitation. Sometimes you don't even want to receive the invitation. Sometimes you don't even want to go to the wedding. All the people that you grew up with, the people that you finished school with, everyone is getting married. Your season is on the way. I say your season is also on the way. The prophecy that you believe, it is that which you shall receive. Hallelujah. It's the same prophecy that shall come to pass in your life. I say your season is also on the way. Hallelujah. Every person has his own season. Hallelujah. Amen. God does things in the seasons. God is doing things always in a season. Hallelujah. How many people are looking forward to the cold season, the cold winter season? Let me see by show of hands. You are really waiting anxiously for it. You can't wait for the cold season to come. Let me see. Let me see by show of hands. One, two, maybe three, four people. You see? You see, a lot of you, how many people you, you don't, if it left you alone, the cold season should not come? Summer or year long. You see? But someone, someone, there are, there are other people also who are waiting, they are praying for this season to come. There are people who are also praying. They can't wait for this season to come. People like snowplowers. You know who are snowplowers? Yeah. Because that is when they bear forth fruit. That is when they also are fruitful. When that season comes, oh, they are fruitful. Sanitation workers. When that season comes, they want a whole lot of snow. Because it means that there will be a lot of overtime for them. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So as you are praying that the summer will even be extended, this, maybe today when you woke up and you came out, you say, oh, the weather is warm again. And you were happy. So you realize that the cold weather is not coming yet. Some people, you got your sweaters and everything out, but you realize, oh, you don't need them. 
you put them out. Someone is also praying. Can't wait for the winter to come. Do you see? And some people are making, you see, sanitation workers, they are making budgets against this weather. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That that is when they are going to be fruitful. That is when they are also going to bear forth fruits in their season also. Hallelujah. So everyone has his season. Everyone has his own season. And the seasons will change for everyone. Hallelujah. So pray for thy season. Pray that your season will also come. Hallelujah. So verse 3 again, it says, And whatsoever he does, it says, Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. It says, His leave also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Hallelujah. So it means, even when, when it is not his season, even when he is out of his season, this man, as long as he remains the man who is described in verse 1 and verse 2, as a man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, as long as he standeth not in the way of sinners, and sitteth not in the seat of the scornful, as long as his delight is in the law of the Lord, as long as he does not stop delighting himself in the law of the Lord, as long as he does not stop coming to church, as long as he does not stop reading his word, as long as he does not stop meditating on the word of God, he says, this man, everything that he doeth, whether he is in his season or out of his season, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Hallelujah. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. So you may think that you are out of your season and God has left you. But whatever it is that you are doing, it will bring you to an expected end. Whatever thing that you are doing, whatsoever that he doeth shall prosper. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, and I believe it's verse 32. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Sorry, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It says that all things work, all things, all things work together for good for them who what? Who love God. That means who delight themselves in the Lord, who meditates on the word of the Lord, who always does, do not stand in the seat of the, do not stand in the way of sinners, or who do not sit in the seat of the scornful, but they love God. They delight themselves in the Lord. They delight, they meditate on the word of the Lord. He says that such a person, he says, all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Such a person, all things work together. So the things that you are doing, though it looks as if it's a period where you are not bearing fruit. It looks as if it's a period where you feel that even God has left you. Whatever that you are doing, the Bible says that thing will prosper. It says that thing will prosper. Hallelujah. You feel like it's very difficult, very difficult moment. And very, very difficult. You can't even figure things out. But whatever it is that you are doing, as long as you are someone who loves God, as long as you are someone who is described in Psalm 1 verse 1 and 2, as long as you delight yourself in the Lord, anything that you are doing, any moment, it shall prosper. I say it shall prosper. Hallelujah. 
it shall prosper. Amen. So delight yourself in the law. Delight yourself in his word. Delight yourself 5 a.m. in the morning. Delight yourself 8 p.m. when they are praying. Delight yourself. Come on. It looks as if things are still rough. Things are not changing. You delight yourself. Continue on and delight yourself. Whatever that you are doing in any season, it shall prosper. They are all things working together. They look as if difficult times. Easy times. Not so easy times. All those things are working together for your good. Hallelujah. They are working together for your good. Amen. And every Christian will experience changing season. I say every Christian will experience changing season. No one will stay in the sunshine all the time. And so embrace the changing seasons. Hallelujah. At times you may feel your life is in total darkness. You will not remain in that darkness for long. I say you will not remain in that period forever. The law of God does not allow you to remain in that period all the time. Hallelujah. So sometimes you may ask, so for how long? How long? How long can I remain in this? How long can I remain in this situation? Hallelujah. How long, should, how long would this go on? How long would I go through this? For how long should I suffer like this? How long would I continue to cry? How long? Sometimes you don't understand. How long? Sometimes you call your pastor, Lord, how long? Pastor, how long? You are praying, and you are praying. You are asking the Lord, and you say, how long? I don't know how long you are going to remain. The seasons, they belong to the Lord. But one thing that I do know, one thing that I do know, that you will not remain in that situation forever. That is one thing that I do know. That is one thing that I know. That I can tell you with all certainty that according to the laws of the Lord, you will not remain in that situation forever. That I can say with all confidence. You will not remain there forever. Hallelujah. You will not remain there forever. Sometimes you get very frustrated and you, in your search for answers. Sometimes you are going from place to place searching for answers. Looking for prophets to give you answers. And sometimes they can prophesy to you. And they say that the light is coming tomorrow. But I tell you, unless the Lord changes the season, no prophet can change the season for you. Unless the Lord brings the season and says that it is time for the season to change, no prophet can change that season for you. Hallelujah. So continue to meditate on his law. Continue to delight yourself in him. Continue to read his word and meditate on his word. Continue to listen to his word. Continue not to stand in the way of sinners. Continue that you will not take counsel from the ungodly. And surely your season will come when you also will bear fruit in your own season. In your own season. In your own season. I say in your own season. You will also bear fruit. I say you will also bear fruit. In your own season, you will bear fruit. In your own season, I see your season coming around. Oh, you will not remain in that situation forever. Your season is turning around. Your season is coming around. You will not remain in that situation forever. In your own season, you will also bring forth fruit. Hallelujah. Do not force the seasons. It says that when the season comes, you will bear fruit. You will bear forth fruit. 
Hallelujah. God has a reason for all the things that he does. He has a reason for everything that he does. He's a reason. He created the day and he created the night. And he look at it. He says, this is darkness. Darkness where there is no light. You can't see anything. And this is day. You can see everything brightly. Why not I make all day and leave the darkness out? But he created the day and he created the darkness. And he looked at it and he said, this also is good. This also is good. He looked at it and he said, this also is good. Yes. The darkness is good. You may not understand it all. But he that calleth you, he's faithful. And he says that he has plans, plans concerning you. Plans of peace and not of evil. To do you good. To bring you to an expected end. So it looks as if you are in darkness. But the light is in the corner. I said the light is in the corner. The light is waiting for his turn to come in. The darkness cannot remain forever. Light is also coming. So instead of being frustrated and being frustrated over the darkness and frustrating yourself over the darkness, just meditate on his promises. Just meditate on his promises and believe on his promises that this darkness will also move and the bright daylight will also come. The tears will be wiped off. Oh, I said the tears will be wiped off. There are days of laughter that are coming. Days of joy, they are coming. The tears are going away. And it's giving light. It's giving way to laughter also. Delight yourself in his law. Hallelujah. And remember that, you see, always, always when a thing is in its season, when a thing is in its season, it is very easy to find it. Do you understand? When something is in its season, it is very easy to find. When we have the apple season, you know, right now it's in the apple season. And I drive in a place where I go to work. Apples, they are they just on the ground like that. You know, you see the apple farms, all the apples on the ground like that. And I have seen times where I have driven by this place. You can't find one apple. Hallelujah. There comes the period where they are in abundance. And it's very easy. You can go for apple picking. Just pay them and then just go and you'll be picking them. You'll be picking them. There are times where you see tomatoes are in abundance everywhere. They load them and they're selling them. It's very easy to find. You don't need to look very far. But there are times also, not that it's not there, but it's difficult to find. There are times that, not that the apples are not there, but it's difficult to find. Hallelujah. When it's your season, it will be very easy to find. When you are in your season, you bring forth fruit. You will bear forth fruit. I said, when it's your season, you will also bear forth fruit. Why does the Lord allow the darkness to come? I do not know. But he said, it is good. He said, this also is good. This also is good. This period also is good. When you are in your season. Our church, I believe, will also come in our season. Hallelujah. You see, right now, I feel, you know, you see, right now, if you go somewhere, and then you say, oh, have you heard of my pastor? You say, what's your pastor's name? Oh, Reverend Bright. Who is that? They don't know him. You see, we are not in our season yet. My ministry is not in my season yet. But I believe my ministry will come to a season where it will be very easy to find me. 
where you will turn on the TV and you find me. Hallelujah. There was a time in our bishop's life when he was not in his season. Now his season is here. His season is here. You turn on, when you go on the internet, you, you just type his first name and then everything is there. His season is here. Very easy to find because he's in his season. You will also come to your season. I say you will also come to your season. When you come to your season, there will be abundance also. Yes, you will not know whom to choose. There will be so many men. You say, whom do I choose? There will be so many women. You say, whom do I choose? There will be so many jobs. You say, which one should I choose? There will be so many opportunities. You say, there are so many banks. You say, where should I put this money? And where should I put it? There will be so many opportunities. You say, which account should I draw from? Should I draw from this account or should I draw from that account? But now that you are not in your season, it is difficult. It is difficult to find it. It is difficult. There will be a time where you will not know which dress to choose to wear. You say, which shoes should I wear? You are in your season and you have them in abundance. You say, oh, not this shoe. That, that shoe. Not this one. Not this dress. There will be a time like that where you will also be in abundance. Receive your season as it is coming in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord and sell unto your feet. Your season is also coming. Your season is also coming. Yes. He created the darkness and he created the light. And he said, this also is good. The day and the night, he looked at it and he said, this is good. This also is good. And your season is coming. Your day is coming. The night also shall pass and your day will come. Yes. In your season, in your season, you will also bear forth fruit. You will also bring forth fruit in your own season. In your own season. Oh, yes. No one will remain in that darkness. The darkness is not to remain forever. It's not forever. It is not forever. Oh, yes. I can say with all certainty that it's not forever. It is against the law of the Lord. It is not forever. That situation is not forever. That condition is not forever. This sickness is not forever. This disease is not forever. This time also shall pass. It shall pass. It shall pass. I see the darkness passing. I see the darkness passing. Giving way to the light. Giving way to the light. I see the darkness passing. It is giving way to the light. Oh, yes. I see it. I see it. I see it. This darkness is also passing. I see the light coming. Oh, yes. It's for a moment. It's for a period. It's for a season. Yes. He created the seasons. He created the day. And he created the night. And he said, this also, this also, this also is good. He looked at it. Yes. And he says that the crafty hand of the Lord. Oh, the beautiful work of the Lord. It involves the darkness and the day. It involves light and day. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, yes. Oh yes, oh yes, he will, he will, when it's in your time, oh yes, yes, when it's your time, your time is here, your time will also come, your time will also come, yes, all things beautiful, yes, oh yes, just meditate on him, just focus on him, 
Just delight yourself in him. Never be tired. Don't let the darkness make you tired. Don't let the moments, the downward moments, do not let it make you tired. Yes. You do just what you say in your time. Yes. Yes. Show me every day as you teaching me your way. Oh, yes, Lord. Help us to understand your ways. Help us to know your ways. Father, we do not understand. We do not know your ways. So, Lord, we don't see the darkness as part of what you have created. But you say that part also is good. That also is good. To me, your way. Your darkness is passing. Your darkness is passing. Yes. Say, in your time. In your time, in your time, oh yes, in your time, yes, that is all we want, yes, oh yes Lord, why don't you lift up your hand unto him and sing to him and say it is time, yes. Yes. In your time. In your time. Yes. You make all things beautiful. In your time. Lord, please show me every day. As you teaching me your way, that you do just what you say in your time. Lord, please show me every day as you teaching me your way, as you do. Just what you say in your time. Father, we are thankful and grateful, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you created the seasons. Lord, we thank you for the bright sunny days. And we thank you for the periods of darkness. We thank you, oh Lord, for the day and we thank you for the night. We thank you for the morning, Lord, and we thank you for the evening. For, Lord, you created all these times to bring us blessings. Father, you say, we also, we will have our fruits in our season. Lord, help us to meditate on what you say you will do. Help us, Lord, to understand your ways. Guide us, Lord. And lead us. Father, sometimes you become frustrated of the period of darkness. And we feel, Lord, that you have forsaken us. But you have promised. You say, yet though we walk in the valley of the shadow of death, we should not fear any evil. For even those times, Lord, 
He said, your rod and your staff, they will comfort us. He said, you have plans concerning our lives. He said, the things that you plan to do for us, I has not even seen, nor ears heard, nor entered into the heart of men, what you plan to do for us. Lord, that is your promise. And Lord, we will wait on you. We will wait on your times. And we wait on your seasons. Because you are a God that keepeth promise. Father, we thank you for your promises. We thank you, Lord. Help us to always delight in you. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. If there's anyone here this evening, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Christ. You are here tonight. You want to give your life to Jesus. If that is your prayer, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You are here tonight. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. If that is you, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Why don't you all join and let us pray. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of my sins. Let the blood of Jesus wash me. Let the blood cleanse me. Let the blood purify me. This evening, I invite you into my life. Into my life. Lord Jesus, please be my Lord. Be my savior. Be my master. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you. Lord Jesus, please help me to walk with you. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.